0: Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to the latest episode of Bibliostapes and Discussion. This evening, for the Christmas special, I've got the great pleasure of being joined by photographer-publisher Ian Sargent. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Pleasure to Thanks have for you having me on. Oh, it's it's an absolute pleasure. I uh, I won't tell anyone how long I've been trying to pin you down for, but uh, it, needless <laughs> to say, it's it's a pleasure to have a, have an opportunity to finally talk to you about uh, photo books, both your own and and the work, the fantastic work that you do um, for another place press. Um, but before we get Thank into you. talking about uh, photo books, it would be great if you could maybe give an introduction to your photography, your background. Uh,
1: no problem at all. Uh, Well, like like almost everybody you've had on on the podcast, uh, my photographic journey began in my teens with my father buying me an old Russian 35mm camera. So I learned learned my way around the camera pretty early. But for most, I would say for most of my 20s, all of my 20s, in fact, uh, photography wasn't my real passion. I, I, I was using the camera just to record where I went. And my real passion was hill-walking and buffying and, and just being spending time in wild places uh, and exploring the highlands. And my camera at that stage, really, I just wanted to be able to take images that did these places justice. Okay. Uh, but I wasn't looking at, at sort of personal work at that stage or anything. It, it really was just a, a diary of sorts. Uh, and work-wise, I, I floundered around in my 20s, not really knowing what I wanted to do in my yeah. life uh and i knew i liked the outdoors and i knew i was interested in kind of art and design so i managed to land a job as a graphic designer with scottish natural heritage right Right. the the government agency sort of responsible for nature conservation so i I was sort of designing i spent most of that my 20s designing leaflets books displays branding, all sorts of design work. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and that gave me a lot, quite a lot of experience of dealing with printers and, and even hiring freelance photographers, things like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it, around about 2003, I, I did that job for 12 years. I, I left that job to become freelance. Uh, and that was freelance design work of a similar nature and also freelance photography, doing contracts for the tourist board people like that, but, and, and at that point, I suppose my photography began to become more important, I didn't, I began to go out, go out for walks just to make work, rather than recording where I was going anyway, uh, the shift was happening, I was becoming more interested in photography, the history of photography, and I began to buy photo books around that time as well, uh, and my own personal work, began to form into series and projects rather than single images okay yep. uh, a lot of them a lot of them still revolve revolving uh, if you like the natural world and a celebration of, of yeah. the natural world uh, things like my among trees uh, series which t- taken purely in my local wood here uh, and it wasn't until round about 2008. Uh, there was a real shift in my kind of photography and, and, and my interest.
2: Okay.
1: And that was I was filling up with petrol in Inverness and I looked across the road and there was this scene in front of me with these guys up cranes painting a building. <laughs> uh, and I had my camera with me and I just, it, as a graphic designer, it was a wonderful mix of colors and yes. form.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Took a photo of it. Uh, and, and it sparked an idea, I thought. I'll. I know what I'll do. I'll rather than go into the natural world, I will go to the most mundane places, housing estates, industrial estates, and just see if I can create something interesting visually from these sort of places. And that was the the, the sort of birth of my my mammoth project out of the ordinary. Which, <laughs> I then I then went on to to spend ten years going all around Scotland, hanging out in these uh, everyday cute. places and. The, it, it taught me a lot about photography it changed changed my whole view of photography and, and what i was interested in in a way yeah uh yeah so photography wise that that's kind of my story as as you're aware i've published three small books of the project yeah. and it's sort of almost become a kind of survey of scotland's social landscapes in a, in a way it's it started off as just a kind of almost a challenge to myself just yes. to, to see what I could do in these places and and it and it's become a something much bigger than that I think but uh so yeah I mean photographically I won't go into the necessarily into the publishing yet but yeah that that was my that's a brief a brief history of me <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> well that that's it and I, I think I first I first came across your work when it was yeah when you were publishing out of the ordinary and as you say there there are just wonderful wonderful bodies of work which which document general Scotland across the yeah. areas and it was always i i i always really i, I really like the format of them i like the fact that all the shots were landscape um but i also loved the bottom corners where you just said where the place the, the location yeah. and and the date and and it was quite fascinating having a look through them just because it it showed you that you get, you were getting the same. You were able to find similar locations, similar similar subject settings in across the whole of Scotland and in, in a vast yeah. array of places, which, which was a which is a wonderful thing to to see. And yeah, it was it was very very graphical. The shapes, the colours, and particularly when you then added in some of so I think some of my favourite shots are the ones where there's a lot of snow as well, and there's just beautiful yeah. colours of maybe the snow barriers, etc. Yeah, the snow, de- snow definitely
1: changes the landscape completely i mean everyday landscapes it transforms yeah. them completely but uh, it's interesting I set, I set up a blog when i started the project and i got an am- amazing amount of feedback as well from from people who, you know, maybe from Musselburgh, one of the pictures would be from Musselburgh, and someone would send me a message saying, oh, I live right beside that, and I've <laughs> never looked at it in that way before, you know. Yeah. But it, it, was, it really seemed to spark quite a conversation as well, which was fascinating. Yeah. Uh, I think, I suppose, challenging people to look at the kind of places that they walk past or drive past on their way to work and just don't even give a second glance, you know. Well, that was the idea, anyway. Yeah, well,
0: yeah. absolutely, and I think I think you begin to look at subject matters very differently, and you you obviously got very much into the mindset once you started the project of going and maybe seeking out these aspects of it. Um, but yeah, as you say for for someone for someone who stays locally to one of these locations, they probably never have, have viewed their own their home environment in in yeah. in,
1: in those in those sorts of ways. Um, yeah, very much so. And, and uh, because it went on for 10 years as well, that project, it was also interesting to document the change. I mean, I, I, yep. I visited Dundee, for example, before the whole waterfront got transformed and the v- V&A was built. So yes. the, they, they become a historical record as well of these kind of yes. places. Uh, uh, yep. And the kind of places that not that many people are taking photos of. So So they're quite interesting historically as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, it, it, an absolutely fantastic uh, project to work on. And the walking was quite Im- important as well for me. It was all very spontaneous. I, I would okay. drive to, I'd, I'd kind of choose, uh, choose a town like Kilmarnock that I've never been to before, and I would just drive into it and park in the Tesco car park yeah. and just start walking. And I, I wouldn't have a route planned or anything. I, it, it was all just get to the end of a road, which way looks most interesting and I'd be walking for a couple of hours in a a place I I don't know and and it's fascinating it it was it was quite meditative as well in a way you're going to get into the zone of it and kind of
0: yeah you know as you say you're you're going to places you don't know you've got no preconceptions of what you're going to see whether you don't see anything that catches your eye and and as you say you you're you're out you're effectively still outdoors, enjoying an entirely new land, a new landscape for what of a better word. Um, but yeah, you're you're taking you're you're taking, I suppose, a, a different perspective from what the locals will take, and I, I think it shows it shows yeah. in the work. And you must obviously have, have had an idea of the the sorts of shots that you were looking for as the project went on, things that would work along alongside yeah. the other images that you've previously taken um, in different places i
1: think you do you develop whatever you're doing you develop a style i think everybody does uh, and and out of the ordinary did although like you say i never set out with a with a mission to create a certain kind of image yeah uh, a style definitely did come through it and you yes. uh, began to see that it looked like an image from the series you know
0: and, and at what point did you did you then think right? I fancy uh, turning this into a, a form of output, a book. Obviously, I, I know your first your first book was "You're Among Trees," I think it was, and then you maybe did a couple or you did one. With yeah, I S- self published that a little yep. book,
1: "Among Trees," and then I did the pool with uh, triple kite. Yeah, uh, and then yes, I did a book with Brown Owl as well. I mean, I'd always thought that I wanted to publish Out the Ordinary as a book, but yeah. I, I suppose it, it was ongoing as a project and I hadn't really thought about how I was going to do that. And it was only really when I, when I set up Another Place Press that I thought well, this would be the ideal. I mean, I, ne- I never at any point wanted Another Place Press t- to be about my work, yes. but it it was useful to be able to to publish one of my books among other photographers, so... I did that with the first volume. Yeah, uh, I've since actually, I have actually started working on the project. Having said it was finished, I have actually started working on it again because I, I kind of want to, I love the little books, but I kind of want to do a bigger, sort of almost a best of. Yes. Uh, because there's so many, I mean, there's there's hundreds and hundreds of images that I've taken over the 10 years.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, thousands, but even whittled down, it's hundreds and hundreds. <laughs> uh so, I thought I might take some work for a couple of years, take some new images, and then create a sort of final edit of maybe 70 or 80 images and produce a slightly bigger book Wonderful. for that. But, uh, yeah. so no, I, I, but while I was working on it, I didn't really know what I was going to do with it. I just knew you know, I did want to publish it at some point. But, yeah.
0: Yeah. And obviously, as you see, you started on it and then you ended up with th- three volumes of it, which, uh, which yeah, I'm sure there'll be many people like myself. I was yeah, I was
1: kind of blown away by the success of the volume one. To be honest, it was uh, it's been it's been reprinted three times, and kind of uh, it did so well. It kind of spurred me on to to to, to go on and do the other volumes.
0: But well, well that that's it. it. Must have given you just such encouragement and, and such motivation to know that it had been so well received by so many people. Um, and then every everyone's, yeah. everyone's dying dying to get a, a second fix um of, of these of these wonderful locations and, and just yeah beautiful beautiful shots of, of the Scottish urban landscape thank you thank you very much but no and yeah as I say, I think the format's great but I I would definitely say ser- I would definitely be interested in a, like a, a best of uh, yeah I think I think it
1: sort of war- warrant something a little bit more substantial, not not a great big, you know, massive great tome or anything, but some, just yep. something a little bit bigger, I think. But we'll see, we'll see. Uh, there's so much else going on. We'll see when that actually happens. <laughs>
0: well, well, that that that's uh, at the end of the day, it's it's fitting these things into everything that uh, that's ongoing. And as you say, you've you you probably wanted out and maybe shoot a few new images to add to add to the base. Yeah, I think so. And and it'd also be quite fascinating to see, maybe revisit some of your some of the, some locations from the past that have have maybe been regenerated, worked on, redeveloped. Absolutely, and just, yeah, just, yeah. Some just,
1: of the some of the earlier ones that uh, I uh, visited,
0: yeah, yeah, just to see and whether you whether you have a, a double page spread of ten years ago and ten years now, just for some of the ones where there's maybe a a better balance, but uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to give you any sequence and ideas because I think we all know, <laughs> I think we, I think we all know that you're, you're far, you're far better at that than most certainly far better at it than me as one thing for sure. But yeah, so obviously you, you've a number of books yourself and then back in, I think 2015 sometime you, you, you yeah. decided that uh, you take it into your own hands and you set up another place press.
1: Yeah. Well, I suppose I've been on the internet quite a long time on social media for a long time it was it was quite a a good thing for me because being based in the Scottish Highlands uh, there's not really a photographic scene up here at all so uh so yes I set up my blog out the ordinary when I first joined social media but I also set up a blog called just called another place yes uh because I, I didn't want I suppose my presence online to just be all about promoting myself I wanted to yeah. kind of share the work of, of, of other inspiring photographers that I came across so that was the whole idea behind the blog Another Place it was I, I featured a, a different photographer with a different project every week on the blog uh, and it was all based on a, a loose theme of, of, of work that explores our relationship with place so I suppose landscape in its widest possible terms yeah. uh, and the blog became quite popular fairly quickly I mean initially I was you know, emailing people saying, "Can I feature your work on the <laughs> blog?" And a few months later, I, I was getting just tons of submissions of people who wanted to be featured on the blog. So it, it turned around pretty quickly.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, and you know, two or three years in, I had a sort of five or ten thousand people following it, and I just had the I just had the idea. You know, I've got a, a background in graphic design and, and a, a good knowledge of print. Yes. Why don't Why don't I try publishing? some of these projects as little books. Yeah. And that was, that was how it kind of, I, I already had, I suppose, an audience built up for it. So I kind of hit the ground running a bit, you know?
0: A- absolutely.
1: Yeah. You're yeah. you're not
0: starting from scratch saying, I'm going to publish something and you've, You've got a, a following in of five or ten or something like that, or you're not trying to build it up. You'd yeah. really, you already have people who are engaging with the work that you're absolutely, on, on absolutely, blog, which, which makes a huge difference because you can then kind of, as you say, take that forward. You've got the you've got the makings of small projects already, um, and 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 put that into small printed form instead.
1: Yeah, and I had two. I mean, I thought about it quite a lot before I did it. I took the plunge with it and and there, there was two I suppose key principles behind what what I wanted to do with it if I did go ahead with it there was two things that was really important to me one was I wanted the books to be affordable yes uh, because I mean I love big kind of 50 quid coffee table books but ultimately they, they're only selling to people with a, a lot of disposable income it's quite it's quite a limited and, and I wanted to create books that you know, People on a lower income, students could maybe you know could maybe afford. Try and make try and make interesting photography as accessible as possible. Absolutely. So that that was one of the principles. I wanted them to be affordable, and the second was that I wanted to pay the I wanted the artists to be paid for their work.
2: Yeah.
1: Because uh, there's a trend in publishing these days uh, for artists not to get royalties, and and in fact even further, there's a trend for artists to actually be paying to have their work published with a lot of the big publishers now.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, and that just doesn't doesn't seem right to me uh, nope. it, it's a collaboration uh, a publisher shouldn't be making money off an artist's work and then and the artist not getting anything from that
2: Definitely. other
1: than PR you know <laughs> yeah. uh, so yes that was the other main principle for me that it was a proper collaboration and that the artists receive royalties on every single copy sold no matter how, how many sold they get yeah. a little I- bit of everything
0: yeah, absolutely. It's a it, they're very very strong foundations because, it, as you say, it's it's a wonderful way to make photography accessible to so many people. Um, and in in particular, the the field note series. I think I don't know how many you've now published. I I purposely did not. Start I'm not sure. I know the... now.
1: It must. It's yeah, just it's... gone into the forties. I think, but. Yeah, before long it'll be
0: the four hundreds at the rate at which three which are going. But I, I, I purposely didn't buy one, two, and three because I thought if I buy one, two, and three, I'll be buying four, five, six, and the rate at, at which they've come out at, I'd be struggling for shelf space. Um, I obviously
1: didn't try and tempt you enough, then you. Obviously, no, the well, that,
0: that's yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I know. I know you've been. I know you've been thinking about doing uh, doing a subscription offer
1: of some sort
0: i suspect if you'd come out with that at day one you'd have probably got me hook line and sinker at which point you're then you're then committed for everything but it but it's great because they 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 allow so many photographers to have their work published to otherwise absolutely who otherwise you would never you'd never see the work they make great sized uh, projects of work um, you can have, offer such a variety of subject matters, and yeah. th- th- they're affordable to 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 the vast majority of people. You're not you're not having to shell out for
1: something that's big hardback book. Um, no, and, and yeah, yet the the quality is good within absolutely them. You know the, the 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 reproduction of the photography, exactly as you say. I mean, it, it, I can mix up between quite well known photographers, but I, I can also take a chance and, and produce a zine with a with a student who's still at uni. You know, if their works. Uh, strong and it just allows me to without too much risk to actually publish a whole range of photographers like you say which is which is great
0: yeah and then you can obviously you obviously supplementing that as well with with some of the other books that you've done yeah uh, obviously Al Bryden, you, you publish some of your own work and um, I know there's so many Nicholas Nicholas White with the uh, black dots obviously yeah yeah and um, him and his cheese board and um <laughs> and uh, and in the likes of Francis Scott as
1: well. So th- th- there's been such, yeah. a such I mean, a. I mean, a, and a lot of them have become good friends just through collaborating with them. I mean, Al's a, Al's a good friend of mine now, having done a couple of books with him. Yeah. And Dan as well, Dan would yes. but a whole range. I mean, every every collaboration is different, and and they're all really inspiring. There was was great to work with different artists and see how they all. Work and some some of them are, some of them are much more interested in the if you like the editing and the design stage. Others just want someone to do that bit. You yeah. know they're all completely different. But but each one's been been really enjoyable, uh, yeah. and I made a lot of good friends through the process as well.
0: Yeah, I, I've spoken. I've certainly spoken to a few people you've you've published with. I know I've spoken to Al, John Irvin, Francis, and, that, and I'm sure I'm, I seem to recall the, the running theme was that everyone was really delighted because they, they just hand over all their images to you, and you came <laughs> back. You came back with this amazing sequence that maybe only needed one or two tweaks here or there. But that, that's, I think sure, that's that. That's, that's, that's very
1: kind, but. <laughs> But, how, how, you know, they're how, not, but they're not all they're not all well, like that some absolutely. some photographers do do come to me with, yep. with a you know almost a full layout exactly how they want it and yeah and there might be a little bit of tweaking and toing and throwing but yeah so how, yes, how you, it's not always like that.
0: Yeah. How how do you find the collaborations? I, I'm, I take it from the number that you've done so far and the fact that you're still doing them, you, you must enjoy them and find them. I suppose very rewarding. And, and as you say, they're all very different depending on how a photographer is approaching it themselves.
1: Yeah. No, they, they are all different and they are really rewarding. That they and they feed into my own personal work because you, yep. you get very much get a glimpse of of other people's approaches approaches and practice and. Uh, so and that feeds you. Get inspired by the way other people do things, you know. So yeah, yeah and I really, I really enjoy. It. And I think it would be, it would be boring if everybody just handed me the images and said, "Off you go and sure. do it." Yes, it's not. In a way, it's more interesting when that when there's when there's a bit of discussion and a bit of you know ideas flying about. Yeah. And we don't always agree. I mean, sometimes a photographer wants a certain image in, and I'm thinking that doesn't really work, or it's the, maybe it's the other way around Yep, uh, but. We always get through this. It's a fascinating, it's a fascinating process preparing you a body of work for, for a book, and and I almost recommend any photographer to do it, even if they, even if they don't know how that book's going to come about or whatever. Uh, just actually thinking about sequence and editing and pairing of images. It changes how you think about a body of work that's sitting on your hard drive, you know, and you start seeing a narrative flow through it and certain images that were really strong or you thought were really strong sort of fade to the back a bit and, and not so important. And it's just a really useful process in terms of your own photographic practice, I think.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think as, as well as images you think strong fade away, I think images that you don't think necessarily stand out can just really complement other images and they kind of absolutely they, they, yeah. they can begin to bind it together. I was speaking to, actually, I was speaking to Joe Wright uh, last night for the episode preceding yours and he he was very much as well talking about the importance of sequence even even if you're just doing it for yourself and for your own yeah for for your own work yeah. even if you're just doing it to make a, a book for yourself and for nothing else it really changes your approach
1: and the way that you look yeah. the way the way that you look at your own work yeah i, I think it's something now that I, I would certainly myself and i would recommend doing as you go along in a project is to to constantly be editing as you go along almost as if you're preparing it for for you know publication or something but constantly now that's not to say you you know some images at one stage of a project might not fit in and they might do later on so you you keep a wider edit but it's really useful to be constantly editing and, and seeing how it's coming together because it because it can affect how you approach the project, you know, in terms of the work you make. But
0: yeah, yeah, right. Well, I suppose yeah, I, as you see, if you, if you get to a certain point in the project and and you've done a, a bit of the editing, you might find that there's actually a specific direction you need to take to bring the to bring the project to conclusion, or or the project's yeah. actually heading in a heading in a different direction that, than than you first yeah than, than you initially
1: thought. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. That's it, and yeah, I suppose also in terms of the recent field notes series, how how was that
1: something that came about? Well, uh, I don't, I'd always like the idea of having a, a kind of set that was a, a, in a set theme, if you like, yeah. that was okay. a, a sort of that had a set format, and I also like the idea of, of of having something extremely affordable. Yes, uh, and also, if I'm honest, I, I've never accepted submissions for the books i just i just find it easier with to approach photographers that i want to work with but in a way i've always felt a little bit guilty about that because I, I do want to create opportunities for others others to be published so i thought with the field notes when i did set it up i very much did it with the with the notion that it would be open to everybody to submit it wouldn't cost anything to submit and anybody yeah. could could Put their work in so that, I suppose that's a big difference between it and the books yep. uh, yeah I, I, I just it was just something I, I really fancied doing and it, and it again it's really hit the ground running and it's it's really good fun to do but yeah
0: and, and it, it must produce such a variety of work as well. And, and do you find you get a lot of submissions for it? I know I think you say maybe is it half of the books come from submission or half of the, the books come from submissions. Yeah,
1: about half of them come from submissions and about half of them are, 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 is work that I come across and approach the photography. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I probably get about maybe about 10 or 15 submissions a week. Right. Uh, and yeah a complete mixture of, of work some of it fantastic uh, and and i and, and i also would say i mean uh, just because i don't publish work doesn't mean it's not any good i mean i i literally can't publish, publish everything yeah. that i get submitted to me and i and i have to be selective about it but i'm constantly surprised i, I get thrown some real curveballs and, and love them uh, some really interesting work so yeah uh, yeah, I'm, it's fascinating to see the submissions.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm always I'm always um, on the lookout for, for for what the new titles are because it's great to just see such a variety of work from so many different parts of the world as well, from such a from such a variety of photographers. I think the most recent one I picked up was uh, was it Shibuya Uncovered Oh yes, yeah. the
1: the yeah. Sayuri Achida's Japanese one.
0: Yeah, that's it, and it's 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 somewhere I've I've been to Shibuya many times when I've been over to Japan, so it's somewhere that I was just really fascinated to see, uh, to see how, how 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 she's how she's photographed and how she's captured and documented it. So uh, that arrived, I think maybe the end of last week or the start of this week. So it's been it's been wonderful to sit down and and look through that, but at the same time, uh, there's like on the trail, North Sea swells and and just. Such such fascinating projects alone that they're just they're just
1: wonderful. Right? I know. I'm I'm very lucky. I'm very, very lucky. <laughs> well, that, that, it's great yeah. to work with these with these people, uh, yeah. these photographers. It's, it's fantastic. Well, that that's it. You must bring uh, such such but great ideas. in terms of, I mean, obviously, not all, not all the submissions I get are, are you know. I mean, it's difficult. I think I think the most common problem with submissions or the most, the most the most, common reason why a work isn't selected, if you like. For me, it feels like people rush to submit work before it's ready. Right. Uh, I, th- I think, that, and I don't know whether that's a product of the internet and, and the ability to share work so easily, but I get so many projects that, that the idea is really nice, it's a good idea, and there's some really nice, strong images in there, but there's also some some not so nice images in there and it feels like people are some sub- people are sometimes submitting work before they've finish the project uh, they, they need to keep working I mean what personal works a long a long term thing and it it yeah. can't be rushed in a way you know uh, but I get a lot of really good submissions as uh, exactly as you just pointed out some really fantastic ones that I you know immediately as soon as they come in I'll go yep yeah. I'll publish that yeah
0: <laughs> a- absolutely it'll always be a mix of both um where there's things that actually yeah it's get... a
1: fascinating range it is a fascinating range of work
0: yeah and and you might find some people will come back and resubmit once once they've spent a bit more time just getting the project to the stage that needs to be at as opposed to necessarily just trying to push it through just just to just to have get it just to get
1: it done really yeah, I have done that in the past i have i have i have said no to a project but got back to the photographer and say look i am interested in this project i just don't feel it's ready yet for me anyway i mean i'm not at the end of the day i'm no expert i mean i'm just judging things on on my own it it, you know it all comes down to personal taste a lot a lot of photography does and i'm not an expert but but if i like if if i feel there's a spark there but but it's not quite ready then i then i will say that to a photographer and i will kind of say I would be interested in in, in seeing something further down the line, you know?
0: Yeah. 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 I I think, I think it's, as I've said to you before in our discussions, I I think it's a fantastic series, a fantastic set um, of books and it it just offers something very different to the, to the photo book market that that, that I think that has been missing for such a long time in terms of, in terms of the landscape. It's not really existed in terms of landscape documentary style photography. Yeah. Yeah. and I, th- I think, from that point of view, I think it's a great addition. Obviously, there's there's the likes of Cafe Royale Books who do he does what he he does, which is a very very distinct style. So I, th- I think yeah. it's I think it, it definitely there's it's it's slotted into a place where um, where there's a lot of traction and there seems to be a lot of people who are really passionate about about
1: the bodies of work. Yeah, I hope so. I hope it's kind of filled that gap. That's I suppose what I was what I was aiming for when I launched it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and 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 yeah, you've you've still got. I think you've got is it maybe a couple of books that are due out over the coming, or you've certainly been doing a few re reprints of some books. Black dots being one of them, which I think was uh, quite highly sought after.
1: Yeah, there was a lot of people disappointed that they didn't get their hands on on the first edition of Black dots, and I mean it. It's very difficult when you decide on a print run. You know, hindsight's a great thing that I, I could have sold twice as many of black dots as i actually printed but you don't know that and i mean i don't have a, l- a lot of money behind me i can't afford to take a lot of risk yeah with a title for me it's better to to print fewer and to sell out of them yeah. than it is to be having boxes of books just sitting around that you can't shift so i i do tend to err on the cautious side with print runs uh, but nicholas's is definitely one where i I could have gone a bit higher in the first time around. But this, the second edition's almost sold out now, so uh, that's great as well. I mean, it, amazing that it's still got that demand. It, to be honest, I think, I mean, apart from the fact that Nicholas is is obviously a fantastic photographer and the, and the body of work is brilliant, yeah, I think it's one of these sub- subjects as well that just crosses so many boundaries. And yes, the photography community love it, but also, so do the Hillwalking community. Absolutely, I mean, yeah. I, you know, it, it was sponsored by RAB, you know, the, the initial project when, when Nicholas was working on it. So it's a, it's a beautiful example of a book that, that can allow us to sort of push out of the photography bubble and, and maybe reach a slightly wider audience, which is kind of one of the things I, I really want to do with some of our books.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I can imagine that that would be where, where there's opportunities. Such as Nicholas, where you've got the hillwalking community and, and the photography community, you're opening your you're opening the exposure and the potential market, um, to a far greater number of people than just other
1: photographers. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, and if we can try and do that, because I'm a, as we've discussed before, you and the, the 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 photo book buying community is is quite a small one. Yeah, uh, and it, it is good to try and expand that if we can, uh, uh, and make more of a market for these, for all the wonderful books that are being produced.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, but it's it's not an easy thing to do to, to to have that reach and to reach outside. So something like Nicholas's book does it does it beautifully though.
0: Yeah, it's
1: great. Well, that, that, uh, Francis's that, book actually, Francis's book Undertow was a, was another one actually, because the thrust of all of a lot of Francis's work is, is walking. Yeah. Uh, uh, and there's there's a real interest in that among, the, if you like, the nature writing kind of, the Robert McFarlane kind of area. So there was a big overlap, I think, with Francis's book as well, although it, it was, of course, a photography book. I think it was bought a lot by anyone interested in walking in, in, in the outdoors, uh, and it really caught people's imagination as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely a lot of reach. I would imagine Zoe's book as well, which was Dinosaur Dust. That was a, yes. a, again, just a, a fascinating exploration.
1: A fascinating body of work, yeah. And a re- really interesting story behind it from Zoe. And I really enjoyed working with Zoe on that.
0: Yeah. 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 Well that that's it. Must, it must have given you such some amazing experiences working with. Just have, I've just got the website, your website up now, just to remind myself. And yeah, you've you've you forget all the sheer number of books that you have done. It's like Suicide Machine, Dan Wooden, and uh, yeah, yeah, done a,
1: done a, done two books with Dan. Yeah, I mean probably the book. The first couple of years, the books were quite small. Yeah, uh, when I when I started off, they were mainly A five ish size. And to be honest, that I mean the real a real kind of shift in gear for another place press, and that really really changed things for me. was, was publishing Mark Power, obviously yes uh, and that was around about two years in and that really just came about uh, I'm a massive massive fan of Mark's photography and I just chanced my arm and I just sent him an email and I knew he had a body of this body of work icebreaker on his website yeah and I knew his books well enough to know he'd never published that as a book so I just sent him an email and said look this I mean sergeant this is what I do this is what I'm trying to do with another place of press w- would you be interested in, in Producing a small, a small book of icebreaker, and I, I sat back and waited for the the polite negative oh. response, uh, and he came back and said, "No, it's a great idea." So, uh, yeah, I mean that that was amazing to work with Mark and meet up with him and go over book visuals, and and of course the the weight of Magnum got got behind the book when it came out, so uh, it almost shifted another place, press up a gear, in, in terms of its. Uh, exposure and how well known it was in the, in the photography scene. Yeah. Uh, it was great. Re- really fantastic.
0: Yeah. Well, it, it, and what's fantastic is the fact that you've been able to build on that because I think if everyone potentially needs a bit of a, a bit of a, a bit of a boost and if, as you say getting mark to to do icebreaker which i'm 99 sure i've got a copy of that book as well along with half the others on your <laughs> website but it is it's 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 getting that exposure that really can just make a big difference and all of a sudden yeah. all of a sudden you've got a far greater reach your once other photographers see that well in fact another place press have done something with mark and um, you, you begin to Build, you begin to attract or be able to attract exactly, exactly that,
1: of... you, exactly that. You and exactly that. It gave me the ability to approach better-known photographers with having someone like Mark already behind me. Yeah, uh, it gave. I suppose at its simplest, it gave me more clout in terms of who I could approach and who Definitely. I could try and try and work with. And the, I was really lucky to be able to do that. I mean, I've uh, yeah, I've worked with some some wonderful photographers. And I'm and I'm not far off book number fifty now, which which is uh, I suppose I'll have to do so. I don't know what book number fifty will be, but we'll we'll have to have a think about that.
0: <laughs> that, that sure, surely book number fifty's got to be the best of out of the order. Well,
1: yeah, I don't think it's do it's going to be ready by then. I think my one can't can't be that. But never mind. <laughs> we'll just see what see what's coming up in the in the schedule. I mean, I've got I've got I'm constantly working almost two years ahead. So I've I've got about ten or twelve titles already signed up for for next year and the following year into the following year. So uh, yeah, we'll just see which one happens to fall up fifty. Yeah.
0: Well, it's it's fantastic that you you've got the ability and the opportunities to work so far in advance and, and to have and to have that work all lined up. And do you work do you work as far in advance with the field Goat
1: series or or because obviously, uh, obviously,
0: obviously they're slightly different in terms of yeah
1: not not quite I'm probably probably sort of signed up until about next summer with field notes okay so uh I, I try not to fill it up too much because I want the application I want people who are submitting work constantly to have a chance even if it means they're gonna have to wait for it nine months before they work together
2: yes i don't,
1: I don't want to have be in a situation where i have to turn around and say well i can't actually take any more on because I've, I've got too many." so i'm a little bit more careful with the field notes not not to take too many on you know
0: yes but yeah i suppose with the, with the books it's maybe i suppose slightly differently if there's a bit more work involved or if people are maybe still just piece finishing yeah. the fi- final pieces of of larger projects that they know that they've got 12, 18 months before they need to hand, hand, hand the yeah, work over yes. I yourself. mean, some,
1: some of them, I've signed up, I've, I've agreed to do a book with some photographers who haven't finished the, the project yet, but I know, I know, you know, for certain, I've, and I've <laughs> seen enough of the work that I really want to work on it, but it, it gives them a, a chance to, uh, to go out and carry on making work, knowing that they, they're going to have a book at the end of it, so. Yeah, absolutely, and it gives them a bit of focus as well to
0: actually crack on and complete the project as opposed to
1: yeah and and i i think that's something for example that uh francis and i have have talked about doing a a second book to undertow yeah uh which would be fantastic but she's obviously still still working on all of that so that may well be down the line we'll we'll see but it would certainly be lovely to do that with francis to do a second one
0: yeah a follow-up to the to the to the first because yeah it's a a great, a great book, as is her A nine field notes.
1: Field yeah, field lovely, field. a lovely little body, and uh, as you and I both know the A nine well, so I think anybody who does, you know, a- really recognises something yeah. in those images. But
0: well, that that's it. And, and and that's something I enjoy with so many of the bodies of work you do. It's 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 connections people have got to 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 the landscape, to the area, to a journey yeah. that someone
1: has documented, which which really yeah. just
0: adds something a bit different to it
1: it's kind of what i'm interested in i'm interested in people's relationship yeah. to place and sometimes like you say that that that's somewhere i know and, and that and therefore i can i mean with with francis's work i know orkney well so i can, uh, it means something to me but but it's also fascinating for bodies yeah. of work uh, places i really don't know i mean and seeing how how the people's relationship to that and how how they express it express their relationship visually to yeah. to the place or or you know to the subject
0: that they're uh, working on yeah yeah I, I absolutely it's uh, I, I take my hat off to you Ian, because the amount of work you do in terms of uh, promoting
1: photography <laughs> promo- promoting <laughs> photograp- well it is it's, it's, a, it's a full-time job that's for sure
0: I, absolutely yeah. I, can, I can only imagine the num the, the amount of time you have to spend promoting it on social media at the end of the day you've got a good and there's a lot of people who 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 support and, and follow the, the work, yeah I'm the very leadership. lucky I'm
1: very lucky with with my with people who support and um, some people buy every book you know amazing amazing amount of support yeah out there but like you say it's it's a lot of work I've probably I've probably taken the venture as far as I can as as one person
2: yeah
1: uh, I I don't think I but then I don't really want it to grow anymore to be honest I'm I'm quite happy with it. The way it is, and the kind of books I'm—I don't have a wish to, to make bigger books, or yeah, yeah. You know, I, I like it as it is, and I think rather than if you like take on a member of staff or go in with somebody and, and increase the size of the whole thing, I'd probably like to just keep it as a as a solo venture and Definitely. Uh, doing doing what it's doing at the moment. But but it is a full it's it is undoubtedly a full time job, and I. I do squeeze in kind of freelance design work and, and freelance photography work in there but but yeah another place press is pretty much my whole my whole working existence. life yeah <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't allow, allow a lot of time for my own personal photography, which is one of the one of the slight difficulties with it but you know i think we all we all struggle to find time for personal work but whatever yeah. job we're in but uh, absolutely
0: i think it's uh, it's it's just a fact of life unfortunately for many of us but uh but no yeah i i, I really enjoy following the work and, and and the work that you do to to support the photographers as well to to get their work out there because there aren't many who are doing it certainly to the to this to the scale and the frequency at which, at which you're doing it and it's a it's a great thing and a great thing for for the the wider community and hopefully it can just can continue to grow naturally organically without uh, going yeah. up to a level that becomes unmanageable. And I'm sure as you begin to, it's, it's like, even if you went with the, the Shibuya one, which brings in a different market possibly in terms of uh, an area that some people don't know, but uh, one, yeah, might absolutely. To, one might appeal to a, a different audience who have never, who have not come across another place press before. Hopefully that yeah i complete. think each,
1: each title each photographer does that uh yeah i appreciate the kind words you and about what i'm doing with it i really do but, but you're right i mean every, every title brings in someone different and and i see when i see the orders coming in for a new one yes there's a lot of people who are regular supporters and they're fantastic but it's lovely to see new names of, of people buying books that i know i've never bought one before and kind of yeah. So each photographer brings their audience with them and, and helps the thing to grow. Uh, but it's all, it is all about supporting artists for me. I mean, if I can, if I can pay the mortgage on it, pay my bills, then really what it's about is just being able to support artists, be able to give money back to artists and be able to get their work out there and yeah. seen, you know?
0: Yeah. Fantastic. Brilliant. And uh, yeah, obviously the books as well. And, uh, out of the ordinary, the the best of it will be will be coming soon. Once, uh, once you manage to find some well, time. Well, I don't know about
1: soon. <laughs> so, soon's a relative term, but a- it will be coming at some point. <laughs> yeah,
0: that, that's great. And obviously, I know I know you've maybe got a couple of books uh, in in your your own bookcase, but uh, I think. Looking at the looking at the background there, I think your your, <laughs> your your place is largely taken up by this is all other people's books and by, boxes by, by another place press publications. But as I as I always say, I'm always very interested to hear the sorts of photographers, the sorts of books that uh, inspire and, and and interest others. So I'd be I'd be delighted to hear a, a selection of some of your. Your, okay. your favorite but some of your photo books no i mean
1: I, it's a, as i said to you before but it, it, it's impossible to actually pick favorites it's like trying to pick your favorite album yeah you know it depends when you are uh, when you ask and kind of so it's impossible to pick favorites but i picked a few out excellent so i will start with an absolute classic because which is stephen shore's yep. uncommon yeah uncommon places which it's just for me, one of these, it is a classic, but it's one of these books that lives up to its name. It is an absolutely brilliant book and, and has been a real inspiration to me. I do love Stephen Shore's work. Uh, and he was so kind of a, a ahead of his time in terms of capturing these sort of mundane urban landscapes, you know, nice. back in the 70s, in colour, when when a lot of photography was you know art photography was black and white a lot of it in those days yeah so i, I would put that one up first as just being a, an essential part of my collection yes. and a book yeah. i go go back to a lot a, a wonderful book that i have got uh, really And enjoyed. probably the second one falls into a similar category for me which is the sound of two songs by mark power all right yeah which is probably my, I, I love mark power's work all of it uh but this one's probably my favourite of his books. It's it's all about it's time he spent in Poland. Oh, lovely! Uh, and it's beautiful design, as you can see from the from the cover as well. It's absolutely gorgeous book, and it's just Mark's typical sort of mix of of wider landscapes and and wonderful portraits mixed in, such as this sort of thing. Beautiful, beautiful work. So again. Up until quite recently, it was available at a reasonable price, but I think it has just gone out of print, unfortunately, and will be more expensive now. I've tried to pick a few here that are not really expensive <laughs> so that people can actually get them.
0: Uh, Any generous similar,
1: similar sort of book to Mark's one is a book by French photographer Céline okay, called Cola. Yep. And it, Cola's a Uh, an area of arctic russia sort of near between scandinavia and Murmansk, along the top of russia and it's again a a beautiful book of of kind of bleak industrial landscapes in the arctic mixed in with uh wonderful wonderful portraits i don't know how easily i can show you and of uh, fantastic uh but again, probably not dissimilar to, to Mark Powers' sort of work, but it, I, I'm particularly drawn to it because it's it's an area I would love to visit and photograph myself. Yes. Uh, so that's another one. I'm just looking to see who it's actually published by because I'm not actually sure. I don't know that it's one of the more well-known publishers, but I can't actually see, actually. I will need to get back to you on that. Loco has got a logo Loco on it. I will look that up and get back to you on well, that That would be, good. be good to know. Uh, the next one is one that I know you've had recommended before, which is A Voice Above the Lynn. Yes. Uh, by Robbie Lawrence, which is a beautiful little intimate book uh, all about... all about. where He he visited the Lynn Gardens in, in South West Scotland. Yeah. Uh, which were being looked after by a, a chap named Jim Taggart, had been looked after for years and years, uh, him and his son. And his son, he lost his son, and he kind of carried on looking after the garden uh, in memory uh, to his son. And it's just, a, it's one of these books where the design for me just matches the, the subject matter so beautifully. Yeah. It's on a lovely kind of uncoated paper, Got a kind of earthy feel to it with, with the subject matter about the garden. Uh, lots of intimate details, a, a mix of color and black and white. It's just a, a gorgeous book and probably my, my favorite book of last year. I think I a, a really, really lovely book. And that's that's published by uh, Stanley Barker, yeah, uh, who produced a lot of nice books. And my final one is. 240 Landscapes, Ooh. by Norwegian photographer Helge Skodvin. I, I apologise for my Norwegian. Uh, <laughs> I've no idea if it's pronounced Skodvin or not, but uh, that's certainly what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, and it is the perfect example of a really simple idea executed perfectly. It's Every single photograph in the book has a Volvo 240 in it. Oh, cool. And uh, they're all shot on large format camera, just one to a spread, just like this. And and they are exquisite photographs. And there's nothing more complicated about the book than that. It's, It's a really simple idea and he's just done it beautifully. And I absolutely love that book, absolutely love it. And that is still available, 40 quid. I think, from the, the publisher journal in Sweden directly. It's oh, right. not easy to get on other websites, yeah. but it is still available directly from the publisher. Mm. And that's a few favourites. Yeah. I, I, I could have listed many more.
0: but uh, Yeah, that, that's the problem that everyone says that they could always list more. But if I let people list 10 books, they would say, I could list 10, I could list many more. And, <laughs> and it becomes an endless cycle. So I, I kind of think three, four, fives, is a a good number it gives a good flavor for for the sorts of books that that interest people and it's it's always interesting to hear how they connect Uh, you you mentioned one there of an area that you'd like to go and visit and i think i'd I'd love
1: to visit russia i would love to do some photography in russia whether i ever will or not i don't know but i would love to yeah and i think we're all
0: we've all got a connection to places we've either been that we've gotten and, and an existing connection to our places that we actually want to go to. I think. I think it's just human nature. And uh, Yeah, certainly Russia would be would be beautiful to go and photograph uh, some nice snowy scenes. I can imagine, um, albeit maybe a bit yeah. And the brisk. And side. I think I
1: think from for me the fascination of these these industrial landscapes that are yeah kind of no longer. Well, some of them are obviously still industrial landscapes, but there's a lot a lot of places where it's all shut down and you've got the dereliction of. Post industrial landscapes, basically. Uh, Fascinating places, absolutely fascinating. But yeah, maybe one day. Maybe it's, one day, who knows? But,
0: yeah, that's it. But on on that note, Ian, um, I would just really like to thank you very much for your time. Yeah, uh, you're you're not an easy man to, You're not an easy man to pin down, but it's no, it's, I'm, a, it's, I'm a slippery customer. It's it's been it's been worth the wait, um, and it really ha- <laughs> it really it, it really has been very interesting to to hear the background, not only just to your own photography, but also bit uh, of an insight and background into another place press because. I've certainly got a number of books um, and zines, etc in my collection. And and I'm sure there's many other people who, who are in the same position as me. Um, and it's, it's just, I think it's just what you do for the community is fantastic and, and the work that you're producing. So I'd just like to say thanks very much for your time, Ian. Thank well, you. That's my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me on, Ian. Absolute pleasure. Cheers.